Happy Father's Day, Church Unlimited. It is great to have you in God's house today. I want to say a special hello to all the dads. We just want to honor you today. Hope you enjoy that Father's Day gift, and I hope you have a great day being celebrated because you deserve it. Hey, we have a special treat today just for you. We've got not only an incredible communicator, a great preacher, but also a great guy, a great pastor, and one of our Church Unlimited board members. We're so excited. This is Pastor David Crank. He leads an amazing ministry. He's all over television internationally and nationally. He also has an incredible church in St. Louis as well as West Palm Beach. Please give a South Texas welcome to Pastor David Crank! Come on, everybody. Give it up for Jesus today. Isn't that right? Hey, I want to Instagram you guys to everybody. Say hi to your mom. Come on, give it up, everybody! Boom. And if you're at one of the other campuses, I'm sure you see yourself in there. Uh, turn to your neighbor and say, you got blessed, you got to sit by me today. Look back at him and say, brush your teeth next time. Come on, somebody. So first of all, it is great to be here. You got one of the coolest pastors in the world. Hashtag Ryan Seacrest Body Double Bill Cornelius. Come on, give it up for Bill. Bill with one L. I met Bill about 10 years ago, and we were doing a gig uh, conference together or something, and I really liked him a lot. And then later we did this thing with Joel Osteen. I don't know if you heard of him, but it's a struggling Texas church. And, and, uh, and actually, Joel, I, I preached there because I do imitations of him, right? You go, this is my Bible. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. Did you enjoy it today? I never like to close a broadcast without giving you an opportunity to receive the Lord. Joel told me one time, he said, do I blink that much? And I said, yes, you do. <laughs> but uh, we, were, we were hanging out with Joel. And I fell in love with Bill because he's in love with Jesus. He was talking about prayer and the power of God and how he built this church. And then he asked me to be on the board. And now for eight years, I've helped lead this church. And I'm telling you, this is one of the greatest churches in all of Texas. Come on, all campuses, give yourself a hand, participate. So today we're going to talk about debt. Anybody ever got a credit card statement and you thought somebody had stole your credit card? Raise your hand. <laughs> I could not possibly owe $1,800. And you start looking at it, and you're like, yeah, I did go to Starbucks, and I did go to Disney World, and I did go, have you ever got a really big surprise? So today we're going to talk about debt. The acronym is Doing Everything But Thinking. I want you to shout it with me, all campuses, Doing Everything But Thinking. So in other words, we spend money we don't have for things we can't afford to impress people we don't even like. Come on, somebody, ought to help me right now, right? So you're trying to keep up with everybody else because you want to look cool, but I'm looking at the crowd today, and no matter what you wore, you just are cool. Come on, give it up for yourself again. You're just cool. You got a lot of swagger, all right? So, so anyway, debt is a real problem, and it keeps God's people back. The Bible said that we should owe no man nothing but to love him. He said that he would meet all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He said, never have I seen the righteous forsaken or a seed out begging for bread. He said that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide in the shadow of the almighty. I will dwell in the house. All these scriptures that he's talking about dwelling in the house and blessing in the house and favor in the house. How many of y'all know that you're a child of God, but sometimes your checkbook feel like you're a child of the devil? Come on, somebody. Ought to help me. I know God loves me, but the problem is, see, I ain't got no money, right? But what happens, I think, oftentimes is God can't bless us because we're not blessable. Not because he doesn't love us, but we don't qualify. And so basically what we do oftentimes is we spend that money and we're not being faithful over the little, so God can't make us the ruler over the much. Yeah, so a little bit about me. I, I grew up really poor. In fact, we couldn't uh, afford the last OR. We just grew up poor. 
Okay, and so we seriously didn't have any money. Y'all were rich eating jello pudding pops, and, and we had what I call poverty pops. Y'all wouldn't know anything about it, but it's an ice tray with Kool-Aid in it with toothpicks. You can, anybody in here? Come on, South Texas, you're trying to get it to refrigerate. It's kind of dripping, but. All right, so, and so that's the way I grew up. So we didn't have any money. We heard Kentucky Fried Chicken was finger looking good. We didn't have any money, but we would go lick other people's fingers, all right? So we didn't have any money. But then my daddy started figuring out that two-thirds of the parables in the Bible were dealing with money and that God wanted us to be blessed by the blessor so that we could have a blessing, so that we could have the right relationship with money so we can empower people. So now, later, later in life, now it means that we, as a church here at Church Unlimited and our church, faithchurch.com, uh, we, we rescue girls out of sex trafficking. We, we build wells around the world. We give away, come on, Mother's Day, four brand-new Volkswagen Jettas to single moms. All the single moms in the house say, yeah. Come on, raise your hands so all the guys, all the dads that are looking for a wife. Come on, raise your hands so I'm a single. All the single ladies, all the single. Come on, somebody. Y'all are so shy. So you ought to meet a guy, and the guy ought to be in the house of God, right? You want to meet a guy that's anointed, that's got a job. You don't want to need, like, I need a bad man. I need a man bad. Well, then you'll get a bad man. Come on, somebody. And not the Michael Jackson good kind, the bad kind, all right? So when we get the right relationship with God and we realize that He wants to bless us, then it changes the outlook of even the Bible when we, when we read it. So Proverbs 22, verse 7, survey says, here we go. It's survey says, the rich rule over the poor and the borrower is the slave to the lender. Now we know all campuses that slavery was abolished, thank God, but we now are in financial slavery. We train ourselves up to MasterCard. We train ourselves up to Visa. We change ourselves up to student loans. We train ourselves up to all kinds of stuff. And then we're like, I owe, I owe, I owe, so off to work I go. Anybody feel like this? Some of you are like, I'm just too sick to even raise my hand right now. I'm so chained up, I can't even move, right? So we need to be singing, break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. I like that song. Come on, give it up for Tasha Cobbs and whoever sang that song. And what about these singers here, right? I'm like, whoa. So we walk around chained up because we're the slave to the lender. So in other words, we get those student loans, we get the credit card, then we go to the car lot and we buy a depreciating asset because there's nothing that smells as good as a new car. Come on, somebody ought to help me. So the local dealership here in Texas says, come down, bring the kids. We're going to have free hot dogs, bounce houses, and it's going to be awesome. And you're like, we're going. We're getting that free food. That was the most expensive hot dog you ever bought in your life. <laughs> and it was only 50 bucks more a month for the next 17 years. And you promised yourself that you were never, ever, ever, no matter what, you were never going to eat in that car. But then three months later, you got hungry. And now there's a chicken nugget under every car at the parking lot today. Because what we do is we lie to ourselves. We do what I call immediate gratification instead of long-term satisfaction. You ought to write that down. Mick Jagger said you can't get no satisfaction, right? With a face like that, I'd say amen to that, right? I can't get no satisfaction. But we go for immediate gratification. So what it starts looking like is the Bible said, if you're faithful over the little, you're ruler over the much. So again, I'm not against coffee. I believe that coffee is not a drug. It is a vitamin. Can I get an amen? amen? Also, it's in the Bible. There's a whole book about it. It's called Hebrews. Somebody ought to help me right now. Hebrews. So I'm all about coffee. But what I'm not into is this slide I'm going to show you right now. And this slide shows how much money we're spending at Starbucks 
Don't need no Starbucks. So we go to Starbucks and maybe we pay $5 a day times five, that's 25, 25 times four. At the end of the month, we've got ourselves how much money? $100. Y'all are really bad at math. I can tell you that right now. Okay, so you do that, there's 12 months in a year. Last time I checked, so that's 1,200 bucks. How many of y'all would like for me to give you, I'm checking your IQ right now, how many of y'all would like for me to give you $1,200? Raise your hands high, all campuses. Come on, raise your hands high. Okay, so there you go. So I'm going to give it to you. Stop going to Starbucks! Okay, so you're like, I love Starbucks. There's nothing against Starbucks in particular, but what it is is we go for immediate uh, gratification, so a long-term satisfaction. So again, we're actually using money that we don't have. So what I want you to do is learn to control your credit because good credit can help you become who God wants you to be. Good credit helps you. Bad credit is a problem. Now, I wrote a book, Solving Your Money Problems, and I, I don't go on tour. I did this for a company and uh, to try to help some people out. And I wrote a book called Solving Your Money Problems. I go step by step into how, first of all, if you've ruined your credit, how to reestablish your credit. So a quick story is, what you need to do is get a secured credit card. For $300, you can Google it. You can call and say, hey, you know, Google it and say, hey, I, want a th- I need a, a secured credit card. So they'll give you a secured credit card, and guess what your credit limit is? That's right, $300. But now you're establishing good credit because you're paying it on time. You're not buying things you don't need. You're going to the gas station, and you're buying your gas, and you're immediately writing out a check. You're getting your credit up to where it needs to be. Now, remember, it didn't happen overnight, and it's not going to... You're not going to get out of debt overnight, but five or ten years from now, you're going to be somewhere, so you might as well be blessed, favored, anointed, and out of debt. Now, on a Father's Day like this, it's great. The Bible says that a good father leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Now, it's not just talking about money. It's exactly what you dads did today at all campuses. You brought your family to Church Unlimited today. Give it up for the dads who are leaving a godly inheritance. But I tell you, kids never frown on a real money inheritance, okay? So the way I see it in my life, I want my kids at my funeral, this is, that's my story, so play along with it. I have a 20,000 member church, right? So I want the whole church there. I want some kind of bronze statue of me outside, of maybe me and Pastor Bill with our hair kind of spiked up, right? And, uh, and then I want the kids to walk down and they're crying, oh my God, I love my dad, oh, I miss him so bad. And then at the end they go, how much money he leave me? Because we don't want to leave our children debt because we did everything with thinking. We want to leave our children a godly inheritance, but we also want to set them up with a nest egg that helps, even if it's just a home that's paid off, okay? So one of the ways we're going to do that is establish credit. So my dad always told me that what we got to do is we've got to look at who's winning, okay? The bank is always winning. Everybody shout, the bank wins. So my dad took me down to the bank, and he said, see this? This is granite. Uh, look at this. Their countertops are granite. He's like, look, these people, they won't give us anything. Even the pin is on a chain. Come on, somebody. They won't even let you steal a pin. Okay? So he goes, they are winning. So I said, Dad, how are they winning? So this is in my book. I put it up here to teach you. This is the slide of an amortization schedule if you own a home. So I want you to own a home, and I want you to say it. All campuses shout, I want to own a home. Now, if your payment is $1,000 a month, there, $1,073, the bank gets to keep $833 of that money per month. In other words, they say, that is the cost of doing business with you, so we're going to hose you. We are stealing $833 of your money, and only $240 is going to your pocket. How many of y'all understand now why it takes 30 years to pay off a home? But if we can simply, my daddy taught me, that you have to make a payment every month, but you could slide 241 extra dollars in the checking account 
And you can actually reduce the 30-year amortization of the life of the loan to 15. So every time I give the bank $241, I save $832. Now you tell me where you can take your money today and make that kind of money. You can't do it. If you can, I want to talk to you, okay? This is the fastest way to double your money. This is, real estate is one of the best ways to get ahead. So I want you to own a home, even if you have taken uh, a loss and you said, you know what, I don't believe in that American dream anymore. I'm just going to rent. Now, here's who you're going to rent from. You're going to rent from people like me. And my kids are going to keep getting wealthier. And then when you go to retire, you don't have anything to take a reverse mortgage from. With something or some kind of setback and you had your house paid down or paid off, you could actually go to the bank, re-up that loan, and live off of it. Maybe you don't want to leave an inheritance to your kids. You're like, I want to die as close to broke as I can. Who are you out here? You want to party, okay? If that's you, that's your prerogative, and that's good. But I want you to own a home, and I want your credit to be good. Everybody shout, good credit. Now, Proverbs 29, verse 13 says, The poor and the rich man, the poor and the rich and the oppressor meet together, and the Lord gives light to both of them. Light. The entrance of his word brings light. So God brings light and illumination into your life through knowledge. Knowledge gives you power. Remember the Bible said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Now it's not just knowing the truth, it's doing the truth. You've got to do the truth. That's why the Bible says this. He says that, he talks about, you know the truth, the truth shall set you free. But he also said, you must be doers of the word and not hearers only. So a lot of people in here, probably 80% of the people today will hear it. It'll go in this ear and out the other ear and they'll go just live their life. Then there's a percentage of people, a small percentage of people who will say, I want to get the information necessary to give me power so I can get out of debt, so I can establish credit, so I can move on with my future. Because I see a lot of successful people in this crowd today. I see a lot of people that obviously at all campuses, even though I can't technically see you, I know that you came to church today, which means you're hungry for God. That if money were to come to you, you would know the appropriate thing to do with money, which is to bless people, not hoard it. It's called currency because it's supposed to have a current. It's supposed to flow and change lives. So obviously, the money oftentimes is in the wrong hands. So the Bible says that the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. How is that going to transfer into your hand? I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you how. If you have good credit, good things happen to people that have good credit. So I paid my house down. Paid my, I bought my first house for $45,000. Began to practice these principles. Sold it for a lot more. Bought my next house and sold it for a lot more. Bought the next house for $165,000. It happened to be at the right place at the right time because I was being faithful. God led me to that. I want to tell you that you are led today. You're anointed today. You're qualified today. That you're equipped to prosper but oftentimes, like this morning, I took a shower at the hotel because I wanted to smell good for you guys. And I didn't plan on getting wet, but it was just a byproduct. I just got wet when I took a shower. When you get around the blessing and the favor of God, you are empowered to prosper. Expect good things to come to you. Expect supernatural opportunity to come to you. Come on, somebody ought to say amen to this. But you got to be faithful. So one house I bought for 165, a guy knocked on my door and said, I want to buy this house. I said, the house is not for sale. He said, the neighborhood has really went up and I want to buy your house. I said, sir, the house is not for sale. He said, I'm prepared to write you a check for a million dollars. I yelled at my wife, Nicole, grab your panties. We're moving. <laughs> we moved. We moved. Because that's the way God does it. Now, if I was in a rental house, he couldn't have bought it. If I was in a rental house, 
I wouldn't have had the resources. See, God has a way to blow favor into your a checkbook when you are blessed. But again, he said, the poor man and the oppressor meet together, and the Lord gives life to both of them. So here's what I see a lot of times. I see people of the world smarter than people of the word. So the word people say, I don't know, God's going to do a miracle. I know he will. Yes, he will. Come on, God, I need you today. I pastor, by the way, the biggest black church in Missouri, so that slips out sometimes. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you wonder why I'm actually a black man trapped in a white man's body. Hey, come on, somebody. Okay, so that's a whole, there's way, it's the wrong crowd for that. Come on, somebody. But I'm here to tell you today that now God says, hey, I want to bless you. So he'll lead you and guide you. So he established the credit. We moved. Then I got a call in the crash of 08. Remember, the wealth of sinners laid up for the just. I got a call that there was a building in town for sale for $6.3 million. Now, it's worth $21 million. I can buy it for $6.3 million. I don't have $6.3 million, but I have a million. So they didn't want to take $6.3 million. But I don't know if you heard the golden rule, but the guy with the gold makes the rules. So I was the only guy that had a million dollars. So they gave me the life, they gave me the loan, and I own the building today, sitting behind that, beside the highway. It's worth $21 million. That same thing happened again with the building that's worth $37 million. I own it today, and I got it for $7.7 million because I started rapid debt reduction on a $45,000 house. And now I know what you're thinking today. I wonder how old he is. I'm 48, and I know you're thinking, he doesn't look a day over 47. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> But I'm telling you, it doesn't have to take a lifetime. What God is looking for today is people who will say, I'm going to solve my money problems. I'm not going to love pleasure more than I love discipline. I'm going to get out of debt, and God's favor is going to increase upon my life. And I must tell you, that's the reason why Dad's got a free shirt today at this church. Because at this church, we use these same principles to keep this church on a budget moving forward that is able to not be housebroke so we can minister to people globally and around the world, support missions, girls' homes, church unlimited. When you bring your tithes and offerings, to this church you don't just bring it here it flows out of here to other places around the world through good principles that's what your church does come on give it up for yourself all campuses so so again you've got to pay that thing down proverbs 21 verse 17 says he that loveth pleasure shall not shall be a poor man so if you love pleasure like i need an iphone 10 I need an iPhone 12. There's going to be an iPhone 14. There's going to be a 19. Somebody give me a 20. There's going to be a 22. Okay? So if we love that stuff, and again, I'm not against you having the stuff. I want you to get the stuff, but I want you to buy it with not fake money. I want you to buy it with the money that you don't allow the credit card companies to steal from you. Now, I talk in here, and I'm going to give this away in a moment. This is $300 worth of stuff. I'm going to give it to It's only $40. It has the book in it and everything. I'm going to give it to a single mom. I go six and a half hours and tell you what kind of car to buy, where I would buy a car, how to buy a house with no money down. I talk to you in here how, whether you should lease a car or buy a car. I tell you what credit cards to pay off first, okay? So here's what people tell me. Well, I already know that. You know, I'm a, I went to school for, you know, finance, and they're broke as a joke. They're as broke as the, the Ten Commandments when Moses came off the mountain, right? So too broke to pay attention. And so they say, well, hey, you know what? You obviously would pay the highest interest rate off first. I disagree. I believe that you want forward momentum. Are you like me and you want to lose a pound and you want to celebrate the pound, right? You're like, oh yeah, you ever been on a diet and you actually gained weight? You're like, this sucks. Come on, raise your hand. You're like, forget it. Because I'm of the belief too. People are like, don't eat before bed. I agree. Eat in bed. Can I get an amen? So 
<laughs> I believe in exercise too. I get up every morning, I run around the block. I run around the block five times, I kick the block back under the bed and I go back to sleep, all right? So, but I believe in momentum. Everybody shout momentum. So forward momentum looks like this. What you do is if you got multiple credit cards, you find the one that you owe the lowest amount on, okay? And I talk about it in here. So you take the one that you owe $300 on, you don't go to Starbucks, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, boom, you get it. You pay it off and then you celebrate. You do like a rain dance, like, who no, 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 who no, 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 look what I did. Oh God, I thank you, Lord. God sees that you're faithful, perhaps even family members to see you're faithful because I talk to people all the time that want to bless their kids, but they say, I won't give them money because they keep doing foolish things. One of my spiritual sons the other day, I knew they were having financial troubles. I had a bunch of money in my pocket because I was going to bless them. It was right before Christmas. And I saw him and I go, hey, will you take a picture of that for me real quick? Something I wanted. He pulls out a brand new phone. He goes, I'll do it. I got my new iPhone 10. And I thought, how dumb can you be? You are broke and you got a new phone? So I don't know if you know this, but the fastest way to double your money is fold it back up, put it in your pocket. <laughs> so that's exactly what I did. And I walked away and he never knew that he missed an opportunity. But I wasn't going to bless stupidity. If you're faithful over the little, he'll make you ruler over the much. I'm telling you, if you love pleasure, you'll be poor. If you live like nobody else lives now, you'll live like nobody else lives later. Everybody shout amen. amen. Come on, try it one more time. All campuses, shout amen. amen. Hmm, feels good. Okay, so let's talk about credit cards. I wanna to talk to you how to, how to call and freeze your credit for a minute. Do not want you to cut up your credit cards. I mean, I do later, I want you to have plastic surgery and cut those bad boys up. But I don't want you to cut them up till you have $1,000 in the bank because I know what's gonna happen. Something screwy is gonna happen to your car. You're gonna call Pastor Bill and go, I don't have any money and that ding dong from St. Louis, David Crank, told me to cut up my credit cards. What am I gonna do? And then I'm kicked off the board. Come on, somebody. I never get to come back to Corpus. I never really truly have good Mexican food again in my life. Come on, somebody. This is it right now. <clears throat> like somebody asked me the other day, some guy at my church, he said, is God black or is God white? You tell me. And I said, when you get to heaven, you're gonna be surprised because God's gonna go, buenos dios. <laughs> All right, cool. I don't even know God is everything. <laughs> I might not get back to this church ever again anyway. <laughs> so what we do is we freeze your credit cards. Before you cut them up, I want you to start saving up money, <clears throat> and I want you to freeze it. How you freeze it, it's a very sophisticated method. It's the same way you made those poverty pops. Go home, you get some water. I'm going to drink to this. You put it in a cup, and you freeze it. <clears throat> that way you stop making these impulse buys. Because if you're anything like me, you're walking down the mall and you've seen a pair of pants that says, you need me, you want me. <clears throat> Anybody know what I'm talking about? Raise your hand. Come on, raise your hand. I'll lose weight if you buy them. Anybody ever lie to yourself? <clears throat> I got pants right now. I still can't fit in. They lied. Sometimes shoes will talk to me that way. Because sometimes, you ever seen, like, Pastor Bill, he come, first time I saw him, he had some cool shoes in, he came with a soundtrack. He was like, I'm bringing sexy back. He's got to look. Okay, so those looks are deceiving because, listen, if you want to be attractive, there's nothing more attractive than being debt-free. So if you're looking for a good woman, if you got a good house and a paid-off car, come on, you might not have six-pack abs, but you got money. Give me one second while I call. I'll fit in the room. I'm choking to death up here. I'm trying to act like I'm not. <coughs> Give me one more minute. Are you guys feeling me right now? You feel for me? There's so many snacks in Bill's office, I couldn't handle my 
<clears throat> they were all free. You know me. Come on, somebody. <laughs> People are clearing their throat for me. <clears throat> Sympathy faints. <laughs> all right, here we go. Look, everybody's coughing now. <laughs> so freeze that credit card, all right? And then you start saving up that money, and then you start paying off that small one first because I want your credit to be good. So that way you start using credit cards. Now, to the people that have a lot of money in here, let's talk about that for a minute because I do talk about those angles because there are people that you do use credit. I do use credit cards all the time. Every year, American Express Starwood, American Express Starwood sends me on a trip, me and my family. We fly first class. Those seats are like $10,000 a person. There's four of us. Then we stay at places that are pretty phenomenal. Like you'll, I, I stayed recently at a hotel, totally free. I didn't pay, but it was $10,000 a night. Dennis Rodman was my neighbor. I got out on the balcony, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's the weird guy with the crazy hair. Come on, somebody. It's Dennis Rodman. He is very, very tall. It puts you in a position because you, fl you fly free and you stay free. So as you develop your credit, your company grows, what you can do is you can use that credit card to make all your purchases. So my credit card on one of my companies is $50,000 a month. So I earn those points through Starwood Platinum, and then I take that up a next level and become platinum uh, with them by doing a whole other thing. And I talk about that in six and a half hours of teaching. What I want you to do is I want to take you, or you to take me every day with you in the car because I'm gonna tell you exactly where I made mistakes, exactly how I got ahead in life, and how I did it with no money. And again, I'm not doing this as some kind of sales guy. I pastor the eighth biggest church in America. I don't need any money. Our church is growing. They take great care of me. But about once or twice a year for friends, I will go do this. And so I came here because I love me some Bill and Jessica and some Sophie. Come on. Come on, give it up for the pastor's kids as well. Oh, Cole, me and Cole went out to eat last night and had a great time. So as I'm wrapping up here, I got so much stuff to share with you. I'm like a mosquito in a nudist colony. I don't know where to bite. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> Psalms, Psalms 113, verse 7. Psalms 113, verse 7. It says, he raised up the poor man out of the dust, and he lifted him up from the dunghill. In other words, you might be in a stinky situation right now, and the Bible said that he will lift you up. So I believe this. I believe that every step towards order pleases God. If you're faithful over the little, you're ruler over the much. If you don't change the way you think, you will not change the way you live. But if you can change the way you think about debt, doing everything but thinking, doing everything but tithing, and you say, I'm going to get on a budget, and I'm not going to budge from the budget. I tell you in this book and this teaching how actually to do that, step by step, how you can actually have multiple streams of income and say, God, I believe that you're resourcing me so that I cannot just take care of me. I can take care of people who can't take care of themselves. In other words, we just built uh, uh, last week, in fact, we close on it next week, a home that we're doing for, uh, for abused women, okay? And it cost me $1.1 million to do this. So these abused women would not be blessed if I hadn't beat the bankers at their own game. So they would not be able to do what they're needing to do because I didn't do what I needed to do. Are you following me right now? So if you're one of the people who said, I'm taken care of, I'm fine. I'm not worried about you, I'm worried about them. I'm worried about the people who have not the information that they need necessary to make the right decisions to move their life forward. Again, a mind stretch never goes back to its original size. So I want you to know that you're blessed, that you're anointed, that you're qualified, that you serve El Shaddai, not El Chipo, that he wants to give you resources so that people will listen to you. Now, as I close, because I got two minutes and five seconds to do that. I watch a lot of times people who have a lot of money 
I watch other people listen to them. And sometimes they're total dingbats. They just got lucky. I'm like, you're a dingbat, but everybody's listening to you. And really the smartest person at the table is over here, but because they don't dress a certain way and they don't look a certain way, or they don't have the proper education, you're not listening to them. For instance, I was on a yacht this week by a guy who sold, uh, I think it was 17 Taco Bells this month. He said, hey, PD, I want you to come on my yacht. I keep asking you to go on the yacht. You never will come on the yacht. But guess what? I sold 17 Taco Bells, and I got a massive check. And the only way that I'm going to give you this check is if you fly to Eleuthera and spend two days on the boat. How many of y'all know you will make your preacher show up? <laughs> I showed up on that boat, got the check for the church, and it's a blessing. But I tell you this. This guy doesn't look like the smartest guy at the table. But he did what I'm telling you today, years ago. He took control of his credit, took control of his life, started investing in the right people. And then a lot of us eat Taco Bell. In fact, let's thank God for Taco Bell. God, we thank you right now for Taco Bell. And whoever you gave that idea to make the shell a Dorito, oh yes, oh Lord. That was such a thing. Oh Lord Jesus. If you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, go eat one of those today. You'll be like, shandalalalabahada. Okay, you'll be all over it. Okay. So, Taco Bell. My point is this. God wants to put his super on your natural. But if you don't do this part, you'll be like everybody else. But to live like nobody else is living, you've got to do what other people will not do. Long-term satisfaction is what you're looking for, not immediate gratification. I'd feel better if I bought the Starbucks. I'd feel better if I bought the shoes. I'd feel better if I bought the boat. I can't get this so I could get this. Never settle. You're called for more. You are anointed for more. But God's not going to just rain it down like ripe cherries off a tree. You and I have to do something about it. Now, I want to give this package away, this system, to a single mom. Raise your hand. Single mom, where are you? Single mom, who are you? Single mom, right here on the front row. There is a yeller back there, though. So sorry. So in this here, I got this whole system here that tells you everything you need to know. There's a book in here, a pen in here. The book, step-by-step, step, six and a half hours worth of teaching. If you're at other campus, it's David Crank, C-R-A-N-K, if you want to look up online. Everything in here is there. It's got a pop socket for the back of your phone. So if you're the CFO, you're the chief financial officer of your life. The reason why I want that is so if you got that on your phone, you're lying at Starbucks, and a friend sees you, they can knock you upside the head. Come on, somebody. <laughs> So if you wouldn't mind, I want to pray for you right quick and everybody online as well. And let's just pray right now for all the single moms and pray for you. Every head bowed and every eye closed. God, I pray right now for this single mom and every single mom in the sound of my voice today at Church Unlimited and online. God, that you will give them supernatural opportunities, that you will resource them, that you will bless them. And God, I believe as she learns these principles, it'll change the way she thinks. She'll never be broke another day in her life. I rebuke the power of Satan over every person here today that is struggling in their marriage, and if they drill down, it's because of money. They're aggravated with their kids, and if they drill down, it's because of money. He who the Son has set free is free indeed. And God, I thank you that they're going to solve their money problems, and this is their best years, and their blessed years are out ahead of them in the mighty, matchless, wonderful name of Jesus. And everybody shout, amen. amen. God bless you guys. I love you so much.